Welcome back to another episode of This Week on Channel 9. I'm your host, Christina Warren, Senior Cloud Advocate. And just a heads up, we will be on a little bit of a hiatus uh, over the next two weeks because the studio is book solid. But don't worry, we will be back at the end of September. All right, enough of all that, let's get into this week's latest dev news. First up, a heads up that the .NET Conf is coming back and will be taking place online from September 23rd through the 25th. And with so much happening in the .NET world, especially around .NET Core 3.0, you will definitely want to check this out. So I've got a link in the show notes and the description down below to the announcement video from Beth Massey and Golnaz, the two brains behind the operation, as well as a link to the website where you can sign up to get notified when the content goes live. And in some other event news, Microsoft Ignite is coming up. It'll be in Orlando November 4th through 8th, and I'll be there along with all your Channel 9 favorites, and we would love to see you there too. Details on the event and a link to register are in the show notes and the description down below. Next up, in some great TypeScript news, TypeScript 3.6 is now available. Now, if you're not familiar, TypeScript is a superset of JavaScript that adds optional static types to JavaScript. And it's become really popular with front-end developers because it makes it easier to catch common errors and it can be used to craft code that uses the latest ECMAScript features, even in older browsers and runtimes. And uh, some of the big highlights of TypeScript 3.6 are stricter checking for iterators and generator functions, more accurate array spread, uh, improved UX around promises, better Unicode support for identifiers, and smarter auto imports. And so I've got a link down below to the release notes blog, the GitHub repo, and the roadmap for the next six months or so. And also note that there are a couple of breaking changes in how constructors work. So be sure to check out the documentation before upgrading any of your projects. In some Windows Terminal news, Windows Terminal Preview version 0.4 is now available. And this update adds some changes to how the profiles.json settings file works. Um, and it's now local state rather than roaming state. And this is to prevent issues where you might run into crashes if you didn't have the same fonts installed across machines. And the tab title customization feature has also been changed a bit, and there are some new key binding updates. So I've got a link to the latest blog posts in the download of the Microsoft Store and the GitHub repo, where you can file PRs and issues in the show notes and the description down below. And just as a side note, I am loving the Windows Terminal, and I am so excited with how it's developing. Oh, and side note, for those that want to throw caution to the winds, everyone's favorite developer, Scott Hanselman, has a hack on his blog where you can add the Windows Terminal to the Windows uh, key plus X shortcut. Now, this is totally unsupported. Use it at your own risk. But it's also really cool. So uh, I've got a link to that down below, too, if you like to uh, play it on the edge. In some very cool open source news, Microsoft has announced that it is supporting the addition of the XFAT file system to the Linux kernel. And XFAT is a Microsoft file system that is used on lots of storage devices like SD cards or USB flash drives. And a lot of storage devices that you buy are usually formatted in XFAT by default. And John Grossman, who is a distinguished engineer at Microsoft and a board member of the Linux Foundation, wrote this in his blog. It's important to us that the Linux community can make use of XFAT included in the Linux kernel with confidence. To this end, we will be making Microsoft's technical specification for XFAT publicly available to facilitate development of conformant interoperable implementations. 
And he also says, we will also add support uh, to the eventual inclusion of a Linux kernel with XFAT support in, future, in a future revision of the Open Invention Network's Linux system definition. And that'll basically allow the code to be used by all of OIN's 3,400 different members and licensees. And so I've got a link to John's blog post as well as a technical specification for XFAT in the links down below. And as a side note, Linux kernel god Greg uh, Crowell Hartman has already started work on getting XFAT into the kernel. And in some other OSS news, PyTorch 1.2 now has full support on Azure. And so I've got a link to the show notes and description to a blog post outlining support as well as some guides for getting started with PyTorch on Azure. On Channel 9 this week, we've got lots of great content. First up on the Cloud Native Show, Scott and Shane discuss why you should use .NET Core when building Cloud Native apps. Then on on.net, Rich is joined by Simon and Ben from Docker to talk about Docker desktop integration with WSL. And over on the IoT show, Olivier goes over how to simplify and automate Azure IoT edge devices deployment using global projects. And finally, I want to give a shout out to the most recent episode of the Behind the Tech podcast with Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott is our CTO here at Microsoft. And in this episode, Kevin talks to Sam Altman, who's the CEO of OpenAI and is the former president of Y Combinator. And I was in the room for this recording, and it was a really great conversation, and it's a really great podcast, so you should subscribe. Links to all of these shows are down below in the show notes and description. And now it's time for my pick of the week. So. Last Sunday was the 24th anniversary of the release of Windows 95, hence my shirt today. But rather than find some Windows 95 throwback uh, material that I probably mentioned last year, I wanted to find something a little bit different. And so a YouTuber by the name of Avden made a concept video to show what Windows XP might look like if it were created in 2019. And it's a super cool video, and I really appreciate all the work that went into it. What's your all-time favorite version of Windows? Let me know in the comments, and also let me know your thoughts on any of the other stories that we discussed today. Well, that does it for me. If you liked this video, please give us a like on YouTube. It really helps us out. And go ahead and subscribe to Microsoft Developer for all your nerdy dev news. See you next time.